Hey guys, um, welcome to our first episode of the Girl Vibe Podcast. Um, my name is Miranda, and I'm here with Janelle. Hey. <laughs> so this is our first episode, so we're still trying to figure out um, like all like the technical stuff. So hopefully after this episode, we could get things kind of smoothed out. But um, we really just wanted to come on and kind of introduce our podcast and what it's about. Um, so we're basically just like two friends who were always talking on the phone, always um, kind of having like deep conversations. And we really just wanted to um, open up our conversations um, just because we feel like we just have so much to talk about with no audience <laughs> right we do we have a lot to talk about we have no audience and we feel like we could help people with our conversations that we have definitely um, just making people feel like they're not alone and all these things that we're like going through and like sad about complaining about is needs to be normalized more yeah, and we're um we're both like the oldest sibling in our family. Um so we've both kind of had that role of being a big sister and not really having um people to go to um when we did have tough times or when we needed advice on things. So hopefully we could be kind of that big sister role. Um we really just want to talk about um relationships, mental health, um, motherhood and all other types of advice that you would want to go to your big sister about so exactly so yeah so I guess I'll start off that I'm Janelle and I'm 23 years old I just recently moved to Texas with my two kids and my boyfriend and bitch <laughs> <laughs> who am I literally who the fuck am I why do I literally have nothing else to say like I don't even know who I am it's okay and see we're both at a point right now where we don't know who we are yeah. and that's why we're doing this because even the question who am I is um it's, causing a lot of stress it is so, it is and it shouldn't yeah be like and that. that's like, like some real shit <laughs> we should confidently be like this is who I am yeah but we're not and it's like that's such a hard question yeah so i hope once we start opening up and talking more and really learning ourselves and each other that will be an easier question to answer yeah eventually for sure and um with this podcast we would like to have um like guests on here so um, whenever I know that my sister would, would like to join on one, um, I think yeah. my mom was wanting to join on one. So just anybody who wants to um, kind of have any input or, you know, has been through something, um, mm -hmm. I think would be good for us to interview them. So yeah, we're just kind of barely getting started. So this episode's probably going to be a little sloppy. But um, yeah, we it's just, just like really... a way to like dive deep in conversations like even just regular yeah. phone call conversations yeah wow. for sure i want this to feel like you know we're like on facetime with each other and like whoever yeah. else is listening you know like we're all on facetime just talking about real life and everything that we go through every day 
and everything we went through in the past as a child, you know, as being me, being a mother, um, Miranda's road in her healing process and, you know, her mental health journey, all of that is just so eye-opening to not only me, but I know a lot of other people who would love to hear everything that we go through. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and then same thing like about, you know, about you, about about Janelle. So, um, you know, we've we've known each other for for years, but um, just like this past year, I think we started getting really close. And um, I know we've both had um, a lot of trouble making friends, keeping friends. Um, yeah. And so that's always been like a struggle. So we always, we kind of related to that. I'm just feeling like, you know, like very responsible for other people's feelings um, and kind of like putting ourselves like aside in like a lot of relationships. Um, It's kind of something that we've always related to each other with. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It's always a good topic to talk about for both of us. Um, We both felt understood by each other. And I think that's what makes our friendship so easy because not only do we relate to a lot of things, but I think we've learned to really understand each other in a lot of ways. Um, In a lot of ways that people close to us have not been able to understand, but me and her have learned in you know a short period of time which is really nice yeah yeah for sure um so i'll kind of just introduce myself a little bit and then i'll have um janelle you can introduce yourself a little bit so um my name is miranda um i am 24. i don't know who i am right now (laughs) and that's okay (laughs) i think i've i've been through um, a lot a really long journey of thinking I knew what was going on and then everything kind of falling apart and then thinking I knew again and then it kind of falling apart again. And so right now I'm just very open to change. And I think that was like another reason why I wanted to um, start this podcast. And, you know, me and Janelle have kind of like related on that um, is just kind of new beginnings and, you know, just making, making it like very normalized, um, kind of like like this experience of being like in your early to mid 20s um especially right now in our generation of um you know everything's so expensive and we're living with parents or you know you're trying to hustle to to make money and um you know it's like it's like a very um kind of lonely and just um it's it's a really hard hard generation to live in so I think um that's something that we also want to kind of discuss and along with the hard generation definitely growing up being the oldest sibling too has a lot to do with that because we had to go through everything so differently than what our siblings are being how they're being raised now you know that's been something me and Miranda have been talking about lately so it's just crazy how different um, the generation is now. Yeah, for sure. So I'm Janelle. I'm 23 years old, and I recently moved my family from California to Texas. And along the same lines, I really am just trying to figure out exactly who I am, 
outside the identity of just being a mom because that's just what I feel like I am. And I'm pretty sure a lot of moms can relate to that. Um, So I just hope that this is the start of a journey to figure out who I am outside of being a mom, outside of being a girlfriend, a stay-at-home mom, Um, just learning like who I am, normalizing my feelings and my childhood trauma, and just having new discussions about, like Miranda said, how hard it is to live in this generation and go along together with everyone else who decides to listen or conversate with us. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we, um, for our first topic today, we, we've been on this topic of, um, toxic friendships and, toxic relationships so that's something we have it's kind of continuously been brought up between us um I think because we've both had you know our own struggles um just with different relationships and friendships in the past um so that's kind of something that it's something that's been been heavy on our minds and we we like it's been heavy on talking our minds so uh for a while now yeah I think it's a big topic, as everyone would agree, in my opinion, Um, especially being a mom, your life changes, your perspective changes, you know, the people you hang around with, uh, you're more aware of, you know, so that being part of a huge part of my life, being a mom, I've encountered so many toxic friends, um, relationships, family members, and just kind of identifying that as I'm getting older um, in more sensitive ways, I would think, because you would think as you get older and when you have kids, you expect people mm-hmm. to be there for you the most. And sadly, yeah. that's just not the case, at yeah, least for me. for sure. <laughs> and then I can I can kind of relate with that. Um, so I, I'm not a mother, um, but for me, I think – I have I have kind of like this personality to where I'm very um what do I say I I could be very like driven and kind of like tunnel vision to things and I think it makes it difficult because you know I am still trying to find myself and I think um a lot of times I can kind of be tunnel vision I can kind of be like workaholic um and then I come home and I just kind of crash and so that's like a big thing for me um to where you know I haven't really had a lot of really close friendships that have been just easy for me um I always feel like they like feel like a lot of work um to keep up with and very Mm one-sided and then at the end of the day I always just feel like I'm putting my needs um you know, after other people's all the time. And I always, you know, that's kind of something that's been like a recurring pattern for me is, you know, that not only am I busy during the day, whether it's with school, um, with work, but then on top of that, it's like, I'm trying to, you know, give everything I can to these friendships that aren't giving me anything in return. So I was going to ask um, Janelle, how do you know if you are, if if you are dealing with a toxic friendship or like a toxic relationship? You know, I feel like everybody 
and every relationship is different you know there's some relationships that are just like red flag red flag red flag you're like what am i doing being friends with this person and there's also like the friends that you have that you don't really recognize those signs till years into friendship you know or months into friendship um i think it's different in a lot of ways personally for me I'm more mindful about how this person is making me feel. I'm a very understanding person, so I tend to make excuses for a lot of people, but then I'm always the one who ends up feeling uncomfortable or hurt. Um, And I think that has been honestly probably one of the number one things that make me think, okay, is this person supposed to be in my life? Do they have good intentions or they a positive impact in my life are they people who i want my kids to be around um i think that's really important but now getting older my perspective changes so much on that you know like i just feel like our lives are so different now everything like you said like work school everything's so serious now you know it's like paying our bills Mm -hmm. going to school figuring out where we're going to be in the next 10 years worrying about raising our kids and we don't realize the like the negative attachment we have to some people. Um, and I had recently told Miranda not that long ago, like you really need to be mindful about when you're going through something, who is gonna be there for you when you really need them? And that question has basically answered how I know who is a toxic friend to me or not. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can completely like relate to that as well. Um, so I I have dealt with a lot of um like mental health issues, which I'm sure we'll go into in um you know future episodes. But um, I've I've personally dealt with a lot of mental health issues. Um, I've had um, family members that have had a lot of mental health issues, and looking back, um, you can really just see who knows you and who is there and you know who who's checking up um i think during those times so you know there's a handful of people most of them are you know family who are going to be checking up um during really hard times and then you can always tell you know you, you just really have to know your friends too um i think because you know sometimes you're gonna you're gonna have different friends for different things you're gonna have friends that are fun to party with um you know they like to drink and they like to go out and you know you never really have like serious conversations with them or anything it's all about you know just having fun and then you're gonna have people who are just there like they're they almost like become family um which you know i have i have a few people like that um and that's you know it's really just knowing knowing your friends knowing what role they play in your life um and Mm -hmm. knowing who's really going to be there for you and not just trusting everybody with every part of your life i guess is what i could say oh yeah for sure i think yeah definitely trusting is is a hard and learning process growing up um i feel like i love to like relate to people and like be open and be like okay I'm not the only one but I also have learned like you said 
there is certain friends for certain things and you can't just talk to anybody about everything that's going on in your life and that's something that I learned but I wanted to ask like how do you deal with being friends with people who are not educated or really care about mental health since that's such a huge you know thing that you've came from you know from being young and like you having your family go through all that like how do you deal with people not taking that serious um so i would say this is something i think i'm still learning i'm still in the process i think especially of um, recent events in my life of you know different people coming in and out of my life um but i do think that my main I think my main thing that I look for when I am opening up to somebody and I'm trusting somebody with that with that information is their willingness to learn. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily, you know, somebody comes into my life and, you know, they're they're completely um, you know, ignorant to all, to all of these things. And, you know, it's like all the, you know, mental health terms and they're like, you know, I've never heard of that, but it, it's really, if they're, if they're asking, what's that experience like for you or what, you know, what can I do to learn? Or, you know, it's, it's really, that is what I think determines, um, somebody that I can trust with that and somebody who I, I would want to be in my life. Um, me because of how big um my mental health journey has been in my life so yeah i would say it's really the willingness of them um wanting to learn um and asking me questions yeah yeah because if there's somebody you know who comes into my life and they don't know anything about mental health um you know that's not really anything that's ever been like of importance to them and then i'm telling them about it and they're kind of invalidating those feelings um then that's not somebody who I think is really of value to my life because that is such a big part of my life yeah I think that's a great way to put that in perspective because I think a lot of the times we surround ourselves with people who are not willing to understand us and that just leads to us degrading ourselves because we're like dang am I the only one feeling this way like is this not normal am I being dramatic you know and it's like that's not the case definitely it's not the case I think everybody's feelings are valid whether someone agrees with it or not um but just having those people around you can be very draining mentally even if they don't mean it in a malicious way but just like not having someone that's even willing to you know understand or kind of validate your feelings um could be very hurtful and i've definitely had a lot of people like that in my life what are like some um some examples of that like do you have any like specific um examples of you know you were going through something and you know somebody's kind of like trying to um like degrade you or yeah like undermine your feelings yeah um i mean i feel like i have so much but it definitely hits very close to like intermediate family i'm not gonna say who but you know i've had very very close family members in the midst of me going through being a single mom um getting pregnant so young 
going through like my childhood trauma, just not even validating my feelings, basically like, you know, you have a good life. Um, it's going to get better. Life is always going to be hard. Like you decided to get pregnant. So this is like what you're going to go through. And all of that mm-hmm. is just so like, it's just so naive to even say that to somebody, you know what I mean? Um, I think we can't judge anybody about how they feel, especially in their decisions that they have made in life. But yeah, I would say close family saying that stuff to me but also I used to have a really good friend that we were friends for many many years and it kind of just always was like the situation like I would be crying you know crying trying to just vent and feel like someone was like hearing me not even expecting someone to understand but just having somebody there and just basically having somebody be like oh okay like I don't really know what to say or like yeah it's it's probably gonna get better and it's like in those moments is probably the most hurtful you know because you were just so like raw and open with somebody with your feelings like not everyone wants to sit there and just cry in front of somebody and just for attention you know what I mean like a lot of the time it's like we freaking need somebody there and to just have someone be so quick just like to listen yeah right sometimes you just need someone to listen like you don't even always need somebody to like respond or like give you advice absolutely and that's the difference of you know having someone I would respect someone so much. I would respect someone so much if they were to just say, hey, you know what? I've never been through what you've been through. I don't know how to come for you, but please let me know what I can do to help you. Yeah. You know, if you just want to talk and you want me to listen, I will sit here. If you want me to give you my advice, even though I've never been through what you've been through, I will do that. If you just want to lay here and watch a movie together or go out to eat, go shopping, let's do that. But I will do my best to be here for you how you want me to instead of just being like oh damn well i've never been through that so i don't really know you know what i mean like personally yeah for sure i think yeah everybody is just really looking to have like validation especially especially from people that you think are close to you um yeah i think that's like the most like alarming kind of feeling is when you know you have these people in your life who you know you have fun with and you talk to all the time and you think you're friends and all this stuff and then it's like you know something you know shit hits the fan and then all of a sudden you know they're like um what do I do like I don't know how to help you um let's just try to ignore the problem and um yeah so I think when looking for friends especially now um you know me being 24 i have been dealing with um you know just just bad friendships for a long time i feel like since i was like in junior high i've had people just coming in and out in and out and drama and you know girls are not um not the easiest to get along with um so it's very rare for me to find to find like a good Mm -hmm. girlfriend who's not um hating on me who's not um causing drama 
um, talking about me, all of that stuff. So um, that's just kind of rare. And it's sad that it's like that, but that's how it's been. (laughs) The world, the world lately, especially has just been so envious. It's always about what somebody has that you don't, you know, what someone had to work for to get with what they have versus, you know, it's just, it's all a mess. And I don't, understand any of it it's why can't we just support you know anybody for however whatever and however they went through to get to the point in their life like let's just be happy for them you know and that's a huge thing in toxic friends and relationships like they're just not capable of ever being happy for you yeah exactly and i think what's kind of scary is that a lot of times they'll pretend like they are like, um, people will, you know, be there and, um, you know, they'll be there to congratulate you. They'll be, they'll be there all like your big accomplishments, but really like, it's scary how many people are actually like envious and just, yeah, you know, just sending you like bad energy. And it's really like, it's really like an energy thing too. Um, because, you know, people can have, they can say things, um, you know, they can be there and but it's really it's really the way that you feel when you're around people like like it i think that's one thing to like sit back and ask yourself like when you are um kind of making a friend or you know you're starting to become closer to somebody like how does this person make me feel like are they validating you know my feelings are they there for me are you know will they if something if something happened like who can i call like would would they pick up the phone and i know janelle that was something that you kind of like shared with me like recently was yeah. you know when you you hit like rock bottom and you were looking at your phone and you were like who can I call yeah and you yeah. at the moment you had nobody mm-hmm. um yeah so yeah that's kind of something where it's like you know you have all these contacts in your phone you have all these people you know that you talk to you might talk to on Instagram you might mm-hmm. um you know have like contact with but really when things get hard it's like who do you have and those yeah. are like the core people that you know like whoever whoever comes to mind with that question is like the core people that you should keep in your life absolutely and that was the number one question that made me rethink who am I really surrounding myself with you know that was that was within the last year um like Miranda said it was a moment where I was very vulnerable um very alone and hitting rock bottom and I have all these people, you know, in my phone that I recently have texted, even maybe even talked to on the phone, like you said, talking on Instagram. And it's like in that moment of me being so vulnerable, literally bawling my eyes out, I'm looking at my phone like I do not have one person that I can call that I know would pick up and give me the comfort that I needed at that time. I had my boyfriend, but at the time he was overseas, so the time difference was off. But in general, that question really hit me. And from that day, it made me realize I have so many people that I'm surrounded around. Why was I not able to have a list of people to call? And yeah. that's what really got to me. And that was the moment where I was like, you know what? I need to be mindful to myself. I need to protect myself, my feelings, energies that are coming into my house that I'm letting around my kids, um, letting 
some of these people know very personal things about my life and not even being able to pick up the phone and knowing that they're going to comfort me in a way that I needed at that time was very, it was a very scary, scary feeling because I was already feeling very alone. And that just made me realize that I was like really alone at the time, you know? So that, that question helped me. And I told Miranda, I tell myself all the time that question I ask myself, you know, I'm talking to some friends and I'm kind of like, I don't really know about them. You know, they kind of gave me weird vibes, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking if I were to be in that position again, can I call them? Will they be there for me? Will they give me that type of comfort? Will they be willing to give me that type of comfort? And if it's a no, they're not going to be someone who I'm going to be sharing my life that I'm going to be letting around my kids. Um, I'm going to be letting in my house, but you know, I'm a cordial person, so they can, we can still be friends, but that's just the number one question that has really taught me about toxic friendships. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can totally agree. And I think, um, it's just kind of going back to knowing your friends and know, knowing the people that you are around um, and their roles in your life. And, you know, like you said, you don't have to share everything with everybody. And um, that's something that, oh my gosh, I've struggled with forever because like yeah. you said, I'm the same way. I'm somebody who, you know, I want to relate. And mm-hmm. I think I could come off like I can overshare very easily oh, yeah. um, just because it's like, you know, I meet somebody and they're really cool and I want to like, you know, relate to them and I want to be friends. And and then it ends up forcing a friendship, um, which you cannot do. You cannot force a friendship by sharing things Um, many times. Yeah. I've done that so many times and it does not work. And, you know, I think we do, we do it to kind of be like relatable and, you know, like try to show that like we're down to earth and we can talk and you know we're very open-minded and you know we're an open book and ask us anything but then at the end of the day then the other person ends up you know most likely not sharing everything to us then now they have all this information about us and then you know who knows the type of person that they really are Mm -hmm. um they could come back they could you know they could share that information to somebody else they could use that against us in the future um you just don't know and so I think that's one thing is like just keeping your circle and I've always heard people say keep your circle small and you know the people that are really in your circle are people who you can trust and you can talk to about certain things um but just not sharing your life with everybody because not Mm -hmm. everybody has good intentions with those with that with just with that information that's a huge huge lesson um okay so the next um the next kind of like thing that I guess I want to talk about within this category is just like family so um I haven't had as much um experience with this as like as you have but sometimes just because you are related to somebody doesn't mean that that's somebody that needs to be in your inner circle um absolutely so I think that's something um that you probably have more experience with than I do um so I'll let you talk about that yeah I think um you know there's a lot of people like Miranda who have very supportive families um and then there's people like me who just don't um 
I think dealing with that is hard because obviously we expect our family to be the first people to be there for us. And that's just never been my case, really. Of course, I have a few family members that are, which I'm so grateful for. But especially my intermediate family, I have a lot that have just really disappointed me. And like, I, I feel like that's like an older um like the older generations have always kind of been like that like you know like if if your family with somebody it doesn't matter who it is you respect them Mm -hmm. and you know they have to be in your life no matter what and I feel like the newer like generations like our generation and then like you know after us are not doing that like if if you're not serving a purpose in my life I don't care family I don't care you know honestly I wish that it could be so easy and just be like you know what we're all family we all need to love and support each other and be there for each other but it's crazy because family really are the biggest freaking haters they really are and of course you know like families like miranda's she has very a very supportive family um yeah i would say my immediate my immediate family is very very supportive um very understanding of things and um they've really put a lot of effort into learning um and again i'll go into you know more details about like mental health things in the future but with my own person with my experiences with my Mm -hmm. sister's experiences um that's something you know my family's had to adapt around and they've always been supportive of it Um, but i do have you know more distant family members who i would say you know i don't care if they're my cousin or not like they don't need to really be in my life like you know i'm cordial i'll say hi but i'm not sharing my life with them they don't follow me on social media anything like that because i know how they feel about certain topics and i'm not okay with it so yeah definitely um I've never really grew up having a supportive family, intermediate and distant. Of course, I have a few select family members that, you know, I'm somewhat close with. um, But I never had that support. You know, it was very, it was just always a very dark place to let out my feelings, express my feelings um the struggles that I've been through as a child it was never a safe space and I'm sure my parents can be like of course it was you know we we always told you that you can talk to us but I think one thing that parents don't understand like just because they tell you a million times that you can talk to them does not fucking mean that you can talk to them and it's like you know (laughs) me being a parent now like i understand that you know i i understand so much more now being a parent even though my kids are still young but that alone it's just it's very hard to deal with people so close to you because we have so many expectations like they're my family why like why would they not support me like why would they not love me um but that's just like never been the case for me i tell one family member you know something and it's like then they go tell the next and then they tell the next person they tell the next person and then it's like they're like oh well why don't you talk to me anymore and it's like you just invaded my entire privacy by taking advantage of me being being vulnerable talking to you and you're over here telling the whole freaking family tree you know and it's like yeah that's happened a lot a lot um in my 
you know, growing up in teenage years, high school, being in high school. Now that I'm older, I would say I don't really um, deal with it anymore just because I am very distant with my family. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very selective with who I talk to, very selective with what I talk about to my family. Um, They may think that we're close in talking about everything, but realistically, it's like I let them know what I want them to know. Um, So dealing with that growing up was very hard as a child because growing up, you just need so much support. You know, you need to know Mm -hmm. that you're loved no matter what, that your family's there for you no matter what. Um, They're going to be your safe space when you go home. You know that you have like your parents to talk to, but unfortunately, that's just never how I felt. Um, Maybe it was more mentally me. Maybe my house was, I'm not really sure, but That's just a lot of things that now I'm growing to, you know, try to accept and understand and realize. Um, But I do think that now it's really grown me into a stronger person because it made me realize, like, I really do only have myself, you know, and it made me be a better parent because I never want my kids to feel like that, you know. And even starting now, like, my son's only four, but I'm always telling him, you can tell me whatever. If you think I'm going to be mad, if you think I'm going to be disappointed, if you're scared to tell me, like, you can always tell me anything and it's never going to end in a negative way, whether it's going to turn into a lesson, whether it's going to turn into even an art, it can be an argument, but in the end, it's always going to be a lesson. It's always going to be something that we're going to work out together and figure it out, whatever it is. And I just really wish that I had that growing up, you know, I think that would have just helped me so much into like molding who I am now, which is crazy because a lot of the things that we went through growing up, um, dealing with family like that has really churned us into great parents or sisters whatever you may be a friend um I think it really benefited us in the end yeah for sure um and that's that's like a like a topic that we'll definitely um dive more into and I'm sure like I'll you know we'll probably have like just an episode of you talking about um like motherhood and just like kind of like family dynamics and things like that um as well so yeah but yeah that's something that is really like hard to learn is just knowing that not everybody has like your best interests um you know in in mind even if even if they are blood related to you um even if they tell you that you know you can talk to them about whatever and then they're here for you and all that stuff but at the end of the day again it comes down to i think the energy that you the you feel from people and that's you know like some people are like oh you know that's not a thing whatever but it really is like it's the way that people make you feel um when you are coming to them about things um you know if you are having issues it's it's the the uncomfortable like moments um the uncomfortable yeah. topics it's it's you know who's really willing to hear you out and to be there yeah, for you um as opposed to just saying like oh yeah i'm here for you and 
and then not and that could be that could be your parents it could be your mom it could be your dad and you know in your in your case and that's the most i think that's the most toxic sentence ever like as like especially family like they're just so quick like i feel like um growing up you know they would like know i'm going through something and then i would be like crying or like trying to talk about it oh you know that you could have like talked to me yeah and it's like but that's all that they say it's not you know what i'm here right now like i'm listening i'm trying to understand you know like what can i do to help you um how are you feeling now it's like oh well you could have talked to me then yeah it's such like in like a a, it's such hater vibes you know like it's just like okay thank you <laughs> like you thank know, you but uh like, you saying that that's not gonna make me want to ever fucking talk yeah, to no. you again actually no. <laughs> and it's like, it's just crazy like how people are and it's just you know they think them saying something is just like supposed to be comforting and it's yeah, just not <laughs> for sure um i know i heard somebody say i think i think I don't remember what the situation was, but somebody had like basically like lost somebody, um, you know, like they were like grieving. Um, and you know, the one thing that they hated people saying was like, Oh, I'm here for you. If you need anything, like just reach out. But it's like in our times of like, you know, our lowest points, like our darkest places, you're not just reaching out to people a a lot of times. Sometimes you are, but it's really more who's reaching out to you like and checking on you like you know if I just lost somebody who's who's gonna be you know consistently like hey are you okay like you know can I bring you anything or just dropping things off at my house or you know like that was something that that person I forgot who it was or what the situation was but they had lost somebody and that was um you know like a big thing was like don't just say that you're you know oh I'm you know I'm here if you need me but it's like no just actually be there um yeah right exactly like oh well the next time you're feeling sad you know just send me yeah it's like no (laughs) and it's like people just and that's a one thing that's like hard for me that I'm trying to figure out now being an adult like is that someone like are they actually trying and they're just like I feel like it's hard because I don't want to judge someone for not knowing how to be there and I haven't been in situations where I've had friends or family who were going through something and I truly didn't know how to comfort oh, yeah. them. And I probably at the time could have communicated better. So that's why I don't ever want to judge like family or friends who like say stuff like that. But then at the same time, it's also like you could have literally said anything else that was better than that. Like, you know, to be like, oh, well, the next time you're, you know, you're going through something like, you know, you can call yeah. me. And I'm like, okay yeah and that's something too like it's not even so much the like you know those words like oh you know like if you need me call me or anything like that but it's just you know if we never talk otherwise or you know we're never keeping up with each other you're never checking on me anything like that and you think that in my lowest moment I'm gonna call you like I think that's the problem because if it was somebody who was really truly always there and then they said that I think it wouldn't be like Mm -hmm. as like annoying of like a you know like a way to like go about things but I think it's when it's somebody who you're not really talking to a lot you know and again probably you know family or people who you know think that you know you guys are friends or whatever and it's just like no like okay so I think the next um kind of thing that would kind of go along with this is just talking about like people that hate on you (laughs) 
<laughs> so I think yeah. this is something that I really like, freaking wish up. that somebody would have warned me about like earlier. Like I know people talk about mm-hmm. it and it's just like, I never felt like that was like a real thing or like, you know, like, oh, I'm not important enough to be, you know, it's not like I'm out here, like, you know, a celebrity or anything like that. So I was just like, why, why? But no, it's a real, real thing. Like, like girl, especially girls, like girls be like seriously hating like bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and sometimes it really hits to the closest people to you that be the most envious, you know, jealous. And it's a scary world out here. It really is because it's like you come to a point where it's just like hard to even believe that someone's not being envious even when you you don't even come from a lot you know what I mean like I'm not gonna sit here and be like yeah someone should be jealous of me because of the things that I had because no realistically it's it's not you know like at all but just to feel like you have friends I've had friends very close friends that was very very envious of almost anything that happened in my life and it took me a really long time to understand you know that that's what it was because at the time I'm thinking like oh like you said like oh I'm just not important like I guess it doesn't matter to other people like how it matters to me at the time I kind of took that like okay maybe I should just like not talk about myself you know or like maybe it's just I felt bad because I was like oh like do they feel like I'm like bragging or like even though this was one of my best friends at the time you know so it's kind of like when you have a best friend you should be able to tell them anything anytime any moment you know bad or good and um it's just crazy how all the bad wanted to be talked about but the good didn't and it took me a long time to realize that to kind of you know understand that okay why is it that when something bad is going on in my life, you want to know all the tea? But when something good is happening, you're like, oh, that's mm-hmm. cool. And that was something that I was like, all right. Because when it's when it's the other way around, when it's something bad, I'm like, let's talk about it. Are you okay? Do you want me to come over? Do you, you know, vice versa, whatever. And it's like when it's something good, it's like, you know, I'm sharing your posts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm like happy for you I'm like sending you like a cute little text and it's like for me it wasn't the same you know and I always just thought that I it was me and it's really not there's just like people who are just so envious of each other's lives and yeah. it's just pretty sad it really give is. us an example like of somebody something that this, that this person did to you or said <laughs> like um, give us a juicy I feel thing. like I just have so many, and it's so sad that this one person is just coming. To I mind. know, like I probably have so many other people that I can think about right now. But talking about this topic, I'm just thinking about one person, and I honestly couldn't even tell you the top thing that would come to my head because it was just so many things that were like said and done that were just like, damn, like you know you can't ever fucking be happy for me um definitely like body shaming for sure mm-hmm. would probably be one of the number one things um I tried to be confident in my body especially after having my first son um I lost a lot of weight and was very self-conscious about it because even before I had my first son I was on a journey to gain weight so 
you know, finally getting to that point and then being pregnant and then losing so much weight, I was very, it put, it put me in a dark place for sure. Um, but anyway, me just being like, Hey, like, look at these cute jeans. Like they actually fit me good. Or like, I found this outfit that's like cute. And it was always just like, no, like you still like look fat or like, no, like your stretch marks are showing like, and it's like, damn, like in the moment I'm thinking like, I'm over here trying to feel myself and just wanting my best friend to be like, yeah, like that looks cute or being honest and be like, you know what? I think, you know, this size would look better or like this style. That's different yeah. to have an opinion is different, but to straight up just be like, no, like, and there was like, a there was a time where I had asked this person to take pictures of me. It was like the first time I dressed up in a really long time. Um, I like did my makeup, I did my hair, I dressed up, we like went out to dinner and I'm like, you know what? I really want to take pictures for Instagram. Like I never take pictures myself. Like literally my Instagram is all my kids, you know, just everything my kids. So I'm like taking pictures and she's like literally telling me like suck in your stomach. Mind you, I'm literally like 150 pounds. <laughs> oh my God. And you're telling me to suck in my stomach when I just had a baby less than a year yeah. ago. And it's like, no, turn the side. No, turn to the other side. No, like put your arm in front of your stomach so that no one can see oh your God. arm. And it finally took me where I was like, I don't care. Just take the pictures. Just sit there. Don't worry about what you think I look like. Just take the pictures. And there, and it's crazy because those are actually a few of my favorite pictures of myself yeah. that I have. Like, I'm be honest, they really are. And it's just stuff like that um it's very unexpecting to like go um be in a friendship with somebody like that because you're like no they're my best friend they're just yeah being you honest. make excuses that's what I that's yeah. right yeah I'm always like well she's just being honest like maybe I really do look fat you know maybe I maybe I should hide my stomach or maybe my stretch marks are really bad you know like this and that and it's like now that I think about it and it's like that just was not the situation at all. And it's like, like you said, you just keep making excuses for yeah. these people. And it's like, why? Why do we put ourselves in these situations? Like, I just don't get it all for like a friendship just to have somebody there. Like now growing up, none of that is like worth it. You yeah, know, for sure. Um, yeah, I could kind of I could kind of really I had um one one friend um who we had been friends for a really long time and it was the same thing it's you know it was just the energy like all the time and again I don't even come from a lot um I come from like a very like average like a middle class family um you know or I, I didn't get everything yeah. that I wanted when I was growing up um you know my mom was a stay-at-home mom my dad worked his butt off and you know provided for us what he could but a lot of times you know they said no to us um I really just I didn't have it all basically and um yeah. you know I had I had a friend I remember I remember, you know, she she didn't come from the greatest family. Um, you know, her parents didn't um, you know, provide for her. Um, you know, they would they would, you know, leave her out of things. They would do things without her. Um, and you know, she ended up you know, as our friendship progressed and you know, I was in high school and you know, that's like a very like critical time um 
for friendships and for like growth and you know realizing who you are and things like that but it was always an issue it was you know an issue that you know I had a boyfriend now and um you know I couldn't hang out with her as much or you know um how I looked um I remember her getting mad at me for you know me putting on makeup and me looking good and I remember her getting upset and literally like going home like things like that and it was and it was I've been in the same situations too literally yeah and it's sad because looking back it's you know with this person it was really just like a reflection of how they were feeling about you know themselves and you know I'm sure that she didn't you know she wasn't getting the attention that she needed at home um I'm sure that you know there was a lot of things that you know she was insecure about with her with her own self with her own body Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to sit here and say you know I was maybe the greatest friend to her um because I'm sure you know I I'm sure I wasn't a perfect friend either I'm sure I had said things to her and we kind of got into it a lot I mean we can all we can all yeah but just in general it was just you know like this is somebody who was never happy for me it was always an issue um you know always commenting on my body saying that you know I walked a certain way to get attention that you know my um this this is my favorite one and this has been two different people in my life um this was a close friend and then someone who you know just a coworker who have said this that I I shake my butt a certain way to attract people that I walk a certain yeah, way to stick my butt out to attract people and this is two different people in my life who have said this and yeah yeah so it's that that's just like a really freaking weird comment um and both of them have been just the it's the same the same energy that they give me hate just just the hate mm-hmm. looking at me always worried about me um and that's something again you just nobody really like prepares you for um and I think yeah, exactly. it's just like this really Definitely. just really bizarre kind of thing because you're like what the heck like why would I do that like why like like why but you know in, in this person you know that I was friends with you know she would comment on that um she had issues I remember her you know getting mad that you know my parents still did my laundry and I was in high school and you know like like you know why would and I was like you know I I share a room with my sister like me and my sister share a room my sister's like like six so it's like my my mom just grabs all our laundry and does it together but like again like why does it even involve you like why do you care but it's like you know I'm sure she wanted her parents to do her laundry for her like her parents didn't give her the time of day and so that was something that always upset her you know it was you know I got a new car and she was upset that my parents got me a new car it was always an issue um, until basically I really just had to cut it off it was just a very toxic relationship and you know I'm I'm cordial with her like to this day but looking back um, it's sad because that's just the energy that she was giving was very just hater very you know desperate um and you know and I think that all just reflects on how people feel about themselves um you know kind of what they're going through and it never really has to do with you and I think that's when kind of like big takeaway from this is you know like it wasn't about the fact that you had stretch marks it wasn't about your weight it wasn't about the fact that you know my mom washes my clothes but it's it's a deeper thing of 
you know, mm-hmm. it's something that that they're lacking, you know, maybe maybe in your yeah. case, your friend, you know, maybe she was feeling insecure about her body, maybe she felt too thin, and she wanted to gain weight. And you know, you were at a good weight. And so she's, you know, projecting that onto you. Um, yeah, you know, for, for me, sure. maybe it was, you know, I think with with my friend that I had, I think it was, you know, family problems. I think that she didn't get any attention at home. And, you know, she saw that my parents were taking care of me and that they, you know, they they didn't expect much from me. You know, my parents always were, you know, the type to just say, you know, just go to school, do good. And, you know, you pay us back later. Um, And she didn't have that, you know. And so I think it's always a projection of the other person onto you. Um, For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember um, you talking about that reminded me of reminded me of the same person that I was talking to when we were younger. Mind you, just as a kind of just as a visual, I did not grow up in a loving home at all. My childhood was very uncomfortable and dark and sad (laughs) and all of the above but I remember one time she came over to my parents house at the time and she said out loud I I remember my parents did hear her um she said wow she was like so you must be rich or something because your guys' house and I was just like okay like that's just like something weird to say because at the end of the day whether we're rich or not I'm in high school and that has nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? Um, But anyway, like I remember like us, you know, going in my room and then her still going on about it. Like, oh, well, like obviously you have like such a good life because like look at the house Mm. you live in. And like it really was just a mediocre two-story house. Mm. But like, um, and she was like, like look at the stuff that you have like you're just like so lucky and it's like she never knew the shit that I went through in that fucking house you know and it's like have someone just be in your head and just be like well look at your house like look at this like look at that like this person was so freaking materialistic about everything and like I would I would there's been times where I'm like dude like that's not what it's about like I can live in a fucking shack I rather live in a shack with loving parents that I know I can come home to and talk to anything about and always feel loved no matter what than live in a nice house and feel like I'm a million miles apart away from yeah. my parents. You know what I mean? Like, emotionally, obviously. But it. I remember like that should have been my fucking red flag. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been like, you know what? I should have been like, this is not going to work out, you know, because I've never, ever, ever have judged anyone's life by what it looks like, because I firsthand know that that's not how it is. You know, we Instagram, there's me and you were just talking, like all these relationships look so fucking and there's been times know what they're going through. And we're like, um, it's definitely not that perfect, but it's showed on Instagram. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, someone could live in a fucking mansion and be so miserable yeah. or being abused, you know, going through so many things. And this person was like that in a lot of aspects, like even growing up through our friendship, that was back in high, like early high school. I'm pretty sure we were like freshmen back then when that happens. But 
even you know coming up from when I became a mom at 18 like it was always stuff like that you know very materialistic very always needing to um have like the best things and stuff like that but that's just not what I think life is about yeah um and that was one thing that was really toxic in our friendship at least yeah so what what would you um what would you say like were like the top few like red flags about like that friendship that you had seen but you kept ignoring or kept like pushing to the side Mm, i would definitely think kind of like how i talked about earlier like always being there for the bad but never being there for the good was probably the number one thing um two downgrading me when we were around other people Mm. for sure that was like a huge thing that she used to do especially when we're around guys um that was like a huge thing that back then I kind of was just like oh she's just like trying to show off you know like I thought it was more like benefiting her in a sense like oh she just wants to like make the spotlight on her or like make her known like blah blah but then it was like she really was like reflecting on how she felt about me at that time hanging out around our friends you know and that was not something that I had comprehended at the time that I should have realized more quickly um and I would say just like not willing to um not willing to be there for me like it it was it's hard to explain like this person was there for me but she wasn't Mm. like I feel like physically she was there for me because we were with each other all the time but mentally and like emotionally she was not there you know what I mean like I could literally be crying to her face to face about something and she will literally have nothing to say Mm. or she will go or she'll be like oh like literally like there's been times where I was bawling my eyes out and she would be like damn like I just like I don't know like that's crazy yeah I'd be like this honestly just made me more depressed thank you (laughs) like for some reason I kept putting myself in these predicaments you know I kept calling this person whenever I was going through something crying sad like she would be the first person I would call to call why because she was she was my best friend at the time but then it just came to a point you know where finally and it's crazy because honestly like my boyfriend is really the one who started like bringing these things up you know like i would tell i would vent to him about some things and he would be like um no (laughs) like that's not the situation this is the situation she's fake (laughs) you you need to cut her off like no blah blah blah. and i used to just like keep making excuses for her because there has been times where she was there for me you know and i think that's what the manipulating part was was that there was times where she would be there for me when she wanted to be but when she was in a good place um she wasn't there for me or when she wanted to like really have fun I was not the person that she would invite because like I had a kid and it was 
that that made me realize you know like these are all not someone that I want to be best friends with you know and it took years and years to realize that but once I realized it you know I just decided to um just grow apart from this person and just realize you know we have different expectations and like friendships and we have different goals in life um we're just two different people which is okay but now looking on especially like resurfacing all these topics and feelings of how I felt when we're friends is like damn like I don't even know how I lasted being her friend that long I really don't and that's like crazy because like when you're in it and you know this could even go towards like you know toxic like relationships like you know where you're dating somebody but when you're in it you just don't really realize i think um like the depth of things and you make excuses for them because you know that's you know somebody that you're you're used to you're close to and you know it's just like it just becomes very normal but then when you kind of when you get out of like a relationship like that or a friendship it's like you realize Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh i deserved so much more like you know especially keeping somebody so close to me that was just so toxic and um like you even said like manipulating and you know, at the end of the day, it's like, what did she ever do for you except just kind of like be around, you know? And it's like, just like, you know, she was like emotionally like unavailable and um, didn't really seem to like, I guess, truly care about, you know, your feelings or things that were going on. It was just kind of like you were just around. Um, And I'm sure, you know, in some aspects too, it was probably, you know, she liked having you around, especially if she knew that she had like that, like control over you of, you know, of making you feel bad around other people. And, you know, it, it, it probably made her feel like bigger in a way to have you around because, you know, because you're very, you're very like caring person and, you know, you never looked at her like that and, you know, you would always make the excuses and, oh yeah, you know, that's my best friend. I'm there for her, whatever. But to her, that was something where, you know, it was just, she had like a lot of leverage, like in that, um, in that relationship. I agree. And I think too, because I, I for sure made it known that she would like hurt my feelings and, you know, not obviously like in a dramatic way, but I mean, you can tell when, you know, when you say something and someone's a little like taken back by it or like irritated or like I would be like in a bad mood after. And like she she knew that, yeah. you know, and she would like continue to like do these things. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, And I think that's something that's hard, too, is, you know, is getting out of these of these friendships out of these relationships and then looking back and you know just realizing like how did I like put up with that for so long and um Mm -hmm. and I think too just realizing that you know people do they serve a purpose in your life but sometimes it's not forever sometimes it's literally just for a moment to teach you something and then and Mm -hmm. then you go on your way and that's something you know like when when those type of friendships do end you know it's like very um or even even relationships but you know when things like that do end then you look back and you're just like oh my gosh like you know this person was in my life and you know now I know I never want to be treated like that again or you know this is something that I'm not going to accept in the future from you know a future partner a future friendship anything like that um 
so you know people are in our lives to teach us lessons and sometimes like you know even even me recently with you know a lot of things that have been going on in my life like people multiple people have told me actually i think my therapist has told me my mom told me um i think i heard it from someone else but the only way out of something is through it and so a lot of times you know you get through these relationships you get out um you look back and then you're like oh my god i never want that again and then you make sure, you know, in the future um, to not allow that again. And, you know, the thing that sucks is that that's not really a process that you can, like, bypass in life. And, like, that's, you know, especially being, like, in your early 20s, your mid-20s, like, that's something that is really freaking hard to deal with um, is, you know, like, I wish that there was, like, some easy way to not learn these lessons, but, but we all learn them and we all, you know, we all have to deal with this is, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with these people in our lives and losing people and gaining people. And it's like, oh my gosh, like I can see who's real and, you know, the type of people that I want in my life and the type of people that I don't. And it takes like a lot of hurt yeah. to get to like that point. But, but when you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're there, which I feel like I'm starting to get there right now. And then I think you are too, is, um, you know, just being yeah. like in our, you know, early to mid twenties, like looking back on friendships from high school, from junior high, from, you know, like younger, like, you know, like college age. Um, it's just, it's really crazy to look back and just see like all the lessons that people have taught us like through the years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely molded us into who we are now and how we go about like relationships friendships you know even like how we feel about ourselves but also just um learning how to be mindful about what we deserve and like what we deserve and what we expect in friendships now like i think it's absolutely okay to have expectations in who you want as a friend you know because i think hey like i said like we're having these people around our family, around our kids, in our homes, you know, like, I think that's just so important. That's, that's one thing that's not talked about is the negative energy that you bring into your home. Yeah. Like, I think that's something so serious. And now living on my own, you know, for a while now is something that I never really like thought about before that now I think about. I'm like, hell no, I don't want your freaking negative energy in my house because that shit might yeah. stay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, it's scary having these people. I mean, your home is like the most, your safe, you know, your safe haven, like the place you go to at the end of the day, the place you go to when you cry, when you're upset, you yeah. know, when you have your happiest moments, um, all of that. And just allowing anyone to come to your house is like, insane Mm, to me that's interesting but it took me a long time to you know really understand that and again being mindful with who you are allowing in your life like we're very possessive possessive around of things that like we own that we have and cars and stuff like that but why are we not possessive of ourselves you know and it's like that's like something selfish like oh how can you expect someone to like be a good friend and it's like i'm pretty sure it's okay if i expect someone to like treat me well you know and like treat me 
different. Like that's okay, you know, to like have expectations. And like you said, like having friends for certain things, you know, like I have friends. I mean, I don't ever really go out, but like I would have friends that if I wanted to go out, I'm like, hey girl, like let's go out, you know, to eat or to whatever, drink, whatever you guys do. And that's okay to have that friend for that purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, all my friends that I have, even if they are, you know, for going out friends or I'm crying on the phone friends or like, let's go shopping, let's go to Target. Um, At the end of the day, all my friends, I hope know that they can, I can be the person that if they need someone, they can call me and I will come for them and be there for them how they need me to be. Um, And I think all of that alone is just something that we need to normalize, you know, to have certain friends for certain, certain things, but still, you know, be there for them no matter what. Yeah, Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, I can totally agree with that. That's, um, yeah, I mean, everything you said, like, that's something I I really had to kind of, um, like come to terms with is just realizing like oh my god like you know I don't I don't need to share all this information with everybody and you know like at the end of the day everybody that I do have in my life even if they are just like going out friends or whatever they should still be you know like positive like impacts in your life and you know they should still be people who um are good like just good energy like to be around but that doesn't mean you know that these are people um who are you know, going to be there at you, like, your, your worst moments, you know, your, like, times of, like, the most need and things like that, like, that you could still have people in your life that you're cool with. It doesn't mean that they're, you know, that they know all, like, the inner, the inner parts of your life. Um, and that's, you know, something so I, I need to just, like, work on in general still, because I'll completely overshare, and then I'll regret it later, because, oh, my God, yeah, all these, right. these people I know just, all this stuff about me, and, I shouldn't have said all that. Yeah, and I'm I'm a very vulnerable person. Kind of like how you got how you said in the beginning of the podcast, like when you're like, okay, I'm feeling this person, like they're cool. Like I feel like we're gonna be good friends. I will spill all the fucking tea. Yeah. And then in the end, I'm like, I literally just told them all my business and I don't even really know who this person is. Yeah, exactly. And it's like I do that all the time. And you know, that's like another thing added to the list about being like cautious about you know who you're telling these things to because mm-hmm. like you said yep. you don't know not everybody has good intentions yeah at all and that's a huge lesson to um take from this from all of yeah. this yeah for sure yeah so yeah um well i don't know i guess we'll definitely have more to talk about in the future this is just like our first episode but yeah i think um it went good so i don't know i don't know how often we're gonna record these but you know yeah um the future we're both (laughs) uh, pretty busy but you know when we have the time this is definitely something that we like enjoy doing you know yep we have many more other topics to talk about, but I feel like this one today was pretty successful and it definitely was coming to the end, even though we can probably talk all night about this um, topic and conversations, people, situations, all of that. But yeah, next yeah. week, 
we will definitely have more to talk about yeah so um yeah if you if you can just um just tune in um we'll you know try Mm -hmm. to make episodes as often as we can right now um until we kind of get into like a good routine but um yeah i hope you enjoyed and then you know whoever's listening um we're always you know open to suggestions we're open to um you know interviewing people about different topics so Mm -hmm. like give us if you want to come on and have a conversation with us um if there's something that you've been wanting to like get off your chest and don't have anyone to talk to or want to kind of you know talk to like an audience how we are um just like let us know personally or both of us um on like our social medias or if you have our number anything like that like we're very open into talking to everybody and hoping that we can have a lot of ears open into hearing yeah lives and sharing we want to we want to hear your guys's too yeah so yeah um all right well (laughs) thank you for listening and for listening and um we will talk next time yep Thank you for tuning into today's episode. Um, if you did enjoy our episode today, go ahead and just make sure you are following along. We will be posting um, new podcasts as often as we can. We're hoping to film at least once a week, so go ahead and follow us. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. My Instagram is Miranda2Fab, so that's my first name, Miranda, number two, Fab, F-A-B. And Janelle's Instagram is just Janelle Angelina. So go ahead and follow us um, if you want to. And I can link our Instagrams in the notes on this podcast. Um, We will also be trying to make an Instagram for our podcast if that's something um, that you guys would like to see. So thank you so much and tune in for the next one. Bye.